yeah, the song. I don't know it's the name called, of it. It's called Rich Men from North of Richmond. Or okay. Rich Men North of Richmond. I don't think it's from. I think it's just Rich Men North of Richmond. You type that in the TikTok, they'll play it. But essentially... Yeah, Rich Men uh, North of Richmond. Yeah. So it's basically a song for the working class. He's talking about how... And it, the crazy thing is, like, there's black people listening to it, liberals, conservatives, everybody listening to it just uh, agreeing that, like, these politicians is full of shit. They talk about they're going to do this, do that, and you still have to slave away every day to make ends meet, barely enough to, you know, to take care of your family um, or... And you have no free time. Like, they put you down for not doing enough. Like, it's just, it's, it connected, it connects too well with everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I saw the people that were, were watching it, because it was like a reaction video. And a lot of, there was even like people like tearing up and crying from the, um, from that video. It's real, man. Like, how, like, how long you been working? Since I was legally, <laughs> since I was yeah. 14. So that's, I'm 36 now, so 22 years. Yep. I've been working since I was 16. Consecutive. So you know what that means? One right One after, after motherfucking another. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, real quick. I got to, that, that, that scene in that goddamn <laughs> movie is so funny. That shit is ridiculous. She's holding this white baby. He's like, that's a white baby from the mountains of caucus. (laughs) That baby got an 800 credit score right now. (laughs) Bruh. Shout out to Cat Williams, man. My very line is like, (laughs) no offense, sir. I hope to work for you one day when I get out of here. (laughs) Bruh. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, That shit is so funny. That was a fucking classic. But uh, let, wait, 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 wait. So, yeah. So you said 20 something years, right? I've been oh. working since I was 16. I took six months off, right? Six months off after I left the military and then went back to work, right? So that is 24 years of work. Yeah, 24 man. years of working for somebody else, right? Just, just to live, just to survive. You know, it's crazy, right? Like human beings are the only ones that have to pay to to exist. The only <laughs> ones. It's ridiculous. We have to pay other human beings to exist. But I mean, that's why I think that's why the song connected so well with everybody because, like, we're all tired of this shit. This is not. This ain't it. Like they keep trying to sell us this dream of like you can all eventually get to a million dollars guess what there's not enough money for everybody to be a millionaire there's not 100 percent not possible it's literally impossible stop trying to lie to these people you know it's not possible for all of us being millionaires and even if we are who's flipping the burgers who's unclogging the toilets who's cleaning the floors you know what i mean yeah there's like, gonna, it's who, gonna be it's gonna be off balance yeah and then you got people talking about oh i um or these entrepreneurs talk about, I didn't have any advantages. I got a small loan from my uh, my dad for a million dollars, and I, you know, I worked my way up. Like, wait, hold on, bro, hold on. <laughs> that small loan of a million dollars is like would literally pay for the rest of some people's lives completely. Like the rest of their life, they wouldn't have to work a single day, and they could just put that in the bank. Get one percent interest, which they don't even give you. But like, if you put it in the right bank account, one percent interest on a million dollars is what a hundred thousand dollars? No, no, no. It has to be like ten thousand. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. And then, if if you already own your house, if you already own, um, <clears throat> if you already own a car, you could just maintain and work a a, a slight job. And have a million in the goddamn bank. If anything comes up, you're good. Right? You could work goddamn 20, 20 hours a week. You could work a part-time job and you'd be good for the rest of your life. Work two days and get five days off. You know what I'm saying? But, the and I also, I don't think, because I feel like I've had uh, a lot of uh, friends that were conservatives. And they have this idea that motherfuckers just want to sit out that would just sit at home and do nothing with their lives 
if they weren't forced to work. There's two. I have two issues with that. All right. One, you're not my dad. The government's not my dad. You're not my parents. You don't get to determine what's best for me. If I want to sit at home and I can afford to do so, then why why do you feel like you need to intercede and tell me, oh, you need to get off your ass and do something? Why? Because I feel like you should be doing something. Oh, last time I checked that in this so-called free country, I'm supposed to be able to choose what I want to do for myself with my life, not do what you say. So the idea that these politicians and these people get to dictate, you know, how I live is disgusting to me. And they're also giving us that bullshit talking about it's freedom. It's not freedom. Nobody here is free to fucking do what they want unless they are like well off, financially well off. And even then you still have to pay taxes. You still got to go to work. If you stop working or if you stop earning money, guess what? Your life is over. Your whole system shuts down. So it's it's a it's a scary thought process to think about all that stuff in retrospect. Sorry, excuse me, had a burp. Um, so it's 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 just it's a crazy concept to think about because it's true. Like they give us they sell us the American dream, which is to work for yourself, to build a life that you can live off of, and and not have to worry about all these other things. But then it's like they have so many programs out there. They have things that kind of almost give people a crutch when they don't need to crutch and that's where that's where some people come and they say oh there's people that rather stay at home all day and this and this and this but again like you said like it's my choice like i have a job a main job but i decide and i choose to work my other job i choose to do things on the side i choose to do what you know what i'm saying like and and realistically the biggest difference is yeah i lost what i'm going with that never mind (laughs) i lost myself (laughs) in that one no no no, but it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, the That was half of it. But I think the big issue is that we, instead of trying to actually create programs or systems that actually help people, they try and appease the voters so they'll shut the fuck up. That's, that's literally what it is. Oh, we have this problem. Here, give them money. Shut them up. Give them a little bit of money so we don't have to hear anymore. Look, we did something, like, but you didn't actually contribute. You threw some money at it. which appeases people for a small amount of time. And then after when they're struggling again, it's like, no, we helped you. Look what we did for you. Like, that's not help. You gave me a piece of bread when I was starving and you promised me a piece of bread every week, you know, for the rest of my life. And I'm supposed to be happy with that piece of bread because you gave me a piece of bread. Like, and that's, I know that's kind of uh, a weird analogy, but that's essentially what it is. They give you barely enough and they say, be happy with it. And you can't even dig yourself out of your hole with what they gave you. They're not also, they're also not helping you get an education. They're not helping you get a good job. They're not helping. Like I know there's programs, but people who have never uh, been taught what to do. Can't don't know what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what you don't know. It's the same so thing it, as it's the same thing as like these companies who make millions and millions of dollars have insane profit profit and all of a sudden they give you a pizza party. Bro, let's let's not start with the pizza parties, boy. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Like I, next time I see a pizza party, I might just flip over all the pizzas. I might just <laughs> fuck your pizzas. Can I get a raise? No, nah, but I can't <laughs> I mean I can't really say too much of that because I, I have a decent job. I'm just ready to be away from it just because working overnight sucks it's all good well you know what everybody welcome 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 today to another rendition of the dadism podcast with your hosts you see i said s i want to make sure we understand there's two hosts here you know your boy spanish mamba you know aka jose aka Mm -hmm. the latino sensation aka (laughs) the magic in between your ears and then with my co-host Ben Hameen, Black Thunder from Down Under, <laughs> Black Thunder Big Daddy Longstroke. Oh my God! There he goes again. <laughs> he goes again every time. Shit! But and we'll bring you yes. to another episode today, guys, of the Dadism Podcast. So enjoy must, with your ears and listen to the smooth, mellow tunes of our voice. Uh, maybe, maybe Jose's voice, but mine's a little rough. I'm singing today. 
<laughs> well, what you singing? What you singing? No, I ain't singing. I can't sing because then panties drop. Um. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Damn it! I'm so mad that I can't remember that. It's all right. We we can put a side bet and then we just wait till we come back to that one. So right. um, there was a video that we that you had sent me about um, paternity tests, talking about I forgot what state it was, but you it mentioned that you know Tennessee, I think Tennessee. I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, that they were talking about how um, going forward that whenever you are to give birth to a child, then there's going to be a paternity test done there and then, which makes sense. Because they said there was like a one third time frame that um, they find out that that the, the father is not the father. I guess is the best way to say it. Bruh, listen, that that is long overdue, right? That is long overdue because it's and there's no re like there's no repercussions for these women. I mean, we it's all it's the same all... thing as a rape charge, bro. As one the, the the people who claim rape and they people get put away for jail, but then when they come back. They say they found that it was false, and then nothing happens. Yeah, they, the women need to be charged with fault for these false accusations, defamation of character. The, the, you know what the problem is? That's not a. It's not a criminal charge. It's a civil charge. I. That's why I think it is. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I think happens. If you claim that someone, uh, like raped you and that didn't happen, you, it's just you and your feelings, or you're mad about something, or you are mistaken, like just because like people be drunk and like or they be on drugs and shit, and you don't be knowing, so you can't like put yourself in a situation, uh, 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 a sexual situation, and be like, oh, he did this to me, but that was your intent, that was your absolute intent. You're just mad because he doesn't like. Maybe you are upset about it. You feel guilty about it. But aside from that, we're not going to, like, uh, get into all that just this second. Maybe we will. But um, it's it's just, I think that is a civil charge to say, oh, she claimed that I was a rapist and put me through all this. That's, uh, I deserve some sort of compensation for that. And she has to, should be able to be forced to publicly clear my name. I don't know. Put it in a newspaper or something. I feel like it should be publicly cleared name, and then they should do the time that the gentleman had to do. Well, I don't think that makes sense. You, a false rape charge versus a, a actual rape charge; those two those two crimes are not equal. No, no, but I'm saying though, if the person, like like I said, say the the, the female made the claim, and it comes find out, what if the guy spent two years in jail, and they find out that it was a false claim? So, don't you think that the person who made the claim should? suffer the same amount of per- loss that the person did because they just affected their life. So what they're going to get a slap on the wrist and go in the way. I would say mm-hmm. that you get the, the time frame that the person had to be in jail who was trying to prove his innocence this whole time. That would be just my opinion, but I feel like we're diverting from the main point. Yeah. The main point is the paternity bitch- test. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the paternity <laughs> test because it, it is um, as somebody who pays child support again, my, I mean, for me, my kid is my kid. I know that it was like not even a question, not even a doubt, but I think I think it would alleviate a lot of issues. Um, so I mean, it might alleviate some issues. It might cause some issues if you know what I'm saying. They might be that person who's thinking they have a great relationship, um, marriage, and all this other stuff, and all of a sudden the baby come out and they're like, "You are not the father." You know what I'm saying? I mean, it might cause those issues. You might see some more situations, but I do feel like there's sometimes those issues where, um, and and this is no disrespect to the women. I'm just saying that. There's, um, you know, sometimes they have had multiple partners in a time frame, not like the same day, but in a time frame, because, you know, you never you you cannot always pinpoint exactly what nut was the one that got you pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Or you got somebody pregnant. But, you know, I'm saying if let's say she had two partners over a week time frame, whatever, you know, it's like it is obviously clear. You you cannot say without without a shadow of a doubt that you know exactly which one it is. You know what I'm saying? Unless there was one, and you can't even say like, oh, just because one of them I used to call them one I didn't, for example. Yo, you know? What is going on with the audio, bro? What? Yo, yo you just froze. <laughs> oh, I did? You froze out right there. The I don't know. The, it was lagged or something. Oh, that's weird. Um, I didn't see it on my end. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, it's a very interesting concept, and 
like I said, I think it, it, it does work for a lot of people because there are people who are getting stuck in situations who pay child support 15, 16, 17, 18 years. Um, and it's, it's like the Kanye West song, you know what I'm saying? When you talk about pay child support for 18 years and find out the baby wasn't his, like, Bruh, that's murdered. some shit. And you know what's also what's the worst part of that? That like I know we're gonna say that the the paying of child support for this long or whatever, but what's really worse is letting that man believe that that child is his, him developing a bond with that child, loving that child for years, and then finding out like say the kid's like nine, oh that's not my kid. Now you already love this child. Yeah, you know what I mean, and now. You, like, what do you do? Like, like if you leave the mom, now do you really have a claim to the child? You know what I mean? Or it's just, I, or it's just you like do, a weird... but the courts, you know, the courts. Yeah, are... it's, just, it's just so annoying, and it's like so many men who get caught up in this situation where they, like I said, they're paying child support for years, or like you say, they make that that relationship with these kids, and they kind of find out like they, I've, I see so many because I watch like the trash news. Um, like the judge duties <laughs> and all that kind of shit. So I've been watching this lady who does um, like the paternity stuff. And and it's amazing to see like some of these people that like, oh, my, you know, the kid's like a year or two years old, even at that point, you know what I'm saying? And they're like devastated to find out that, you know, the the, the, the kid isn't theirs because mom was like, oh, I had a, I had X, Y, Z over this weekend. And I, I knew I cheated on him and, you know, but I just figured it was still going to be his. And it just gets, like I said, you know, then you have people who devastate. Then you wonder why these men, you know, and it, it goes it goes both ways, but um, you have these issues where men start becoming um, lacking in trust of people. They don't want to open up. They then they wonder why they go, oh, why you know he treats all women like shit. Well, you know things don't just happen overnight. Things happen due to a a traumatic experience most of the time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There are some people who are just naturally you know pieces of shit, male or female. But yeah, but I think I feel like they those people are are that way because of something, you know what I mean? They're, they're because yeah, but that's, uh, sometimes that's uh, that's also that nature versus nurture kind of concept. You know what I'm saying? Like they just were yeah. naturally to be like that. But then there are some people who nurture, you know, because of whatever experience, but I'm saying like, there's some people out there who just are traditionally just dicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Assholes, whatever you want to call them, you know what I'm saying? Jerks. And, you know, and, and then you have people who were, you know, just a psychotic experience, a traumatic experience, um, physical experiences, so many different things that could have happened that caused them to be like, fuck that. Like, they could have been like the girl of their dreams. And, you know, they just were trying to be the best romantic possible they could be to this girl. And this girl just shut them down, talked to them shit through, you know, made embarrass them in front of people, whatever, whatever. Um, and again, this, that situation goes both ways, whether it's, you know, female to male, male to female, whatever. But in this yeah. case, we're talking, you know, why... Men. Yeah, mm-hmm. like why the men um, sometimes are, you know, they... Excuse me. They want to be, you know, want to be players, want to be this because they're like, fuck that. Like, you know, fuck your relationships. Like, you guys didn't care about mine. So fuck yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know. It, it's kind of shitty. It's like nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody wants to have their feelings hurt. Like, you don't want to open up and then somebody re- reject you or even like open up and then have that person pretend like they they rock with you and then change their mind last second and it's like what like and there's so much weight on a relationship for for a man uh not to just be, make it about you know poor, woe is me because i'm i'm good <laughs> i think we're good but um yeah. just the weight of like okay who initiates usually it's the typically men who like if you get married the benefit of marriage for men is non-existent like like because men have to be, like, I don't know if we talked about this before, but men have to be husbands before they're married. Women yeah, don't have we, to be we wives. We spoke about this off, off air. Yeah, women don't have to be wives until they get married. You know? Yeah, because they, they put that tradition of, oh, you want wife things and you need to be, you need to wife me up. Whereas men If you like are, it, then you should have put a ring on it. Well, that's the thing, because <laughs> you have that and then you have, like, this is the concept of, like you said, men have to do husband things from the get, from the rip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. you're the one that's supposed to um, open my door for me. You're the one that's supposed to pay for dinner. You're the one that's supposed to do this. You're the one that's supposed bro, to initiate wait, wait, X, Y, Z. Hold up, bro. Imagine, could you imagine if 
like you was with your girlfriend, right? Say it's back in the day. You was with a girlfriend and you guys go out and some dude walks by and slaps her on the butt and she looks at you like, what? Like you, you, and you was like, um, sorry, if you want husband stuff, you got to put a ring on it. Bro, oh my God. You would be single. <laughs> yeah. You would be single right away. It's, it's, right it's, away. It's dramatically, you know, role reversal doesn't, doesn't apply. And that's why, like I tell, I, and I think, you know, you and I have had this conversation before that it's the rules don't apply. Um, in traditional, we're talking traditional, like male, female things. The, the rules don't apply to the wives in the relationships. It usually applies to the husbands in the relationship. You know, like yeah. I, if I want to go hang out with the boys or if I want to play video games or want to do something then you have to kind of be like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, you know, it's cool if I do this and blah, blah, blah. Whereas they're like, Hey, listen, the girls going to go out. So I'm going to be going out on Friday at X, Y, Z time and this and this and that. And so like, you're just like, Oh, so you're going, but you don't have to inform me. But if I have to inform you and give you like, get like six permissions signed before anything yeah. can happen, you know what I'm saying? So be, be, little- because I feel like, cause women make you pay for it longer. Oh yeah. And like, you know, the issue is that m- most men will just be like, yo, I just want to know what's going on and then be, be all set. And it's like, it's, they make it like a big deal. It's, oh, you're trying to own me. You're trying to control me. It's like, no, it's a partnership where I need to know what's going on. And I'd like to be on the same page as you. Mm. You know, I, I, not to like leave this topic, but I feel like um, this kind of applies. I have a friend, right? I'm not going to tell all of his business or anything like that, but it's just a concept that we we've talked about. I think on our first pod- podcast, we spoke about this, but uh, you know, this guy who I work with, he he's married. He has a wife and a kid. He works overnight. Just like I do. He plays video games. He's a call of duty guy. Uh, well, he's a, a war zone guy. Boo. Um, <laughs> uh, he's a war zone guy and he also makes beats. Right. Now, when he's doing any of that stuff, it makes his wife's blood boil. I don't know why. She she hates it. She feels like he's not doing what he needs to be doing uh, to take care of the family, even though he works and they're not, like, struggling and all that. Like So this – and so what I think it is, is, like, she has this idea in her head of what a man's supposed to be. And, again, like – if you're not fucking hustling, if you're not making money or fixing shit or building stuff or working out, I don't fucking know. But um, like then you're apparently less of a man. And it drives me crazy. Like Bro, this literally I have to shout out to a patient well, a patient's mom. So you guys know I, I work in dentistry and stuff like that. So I had a patient's mom who um, I told you she's following us. As, as she, I, she told me she was following. She's going to start following us. I hope she does. I don't want to out her name, but she'll know who I'm talking about once I go into this conversation. We had a, a conversation at the chair speaking about video games, right? Because um, mm-hmm. her son was in the chair and he's a, he plays Fortnite and he plays, um, it was Fortnite. Oh my God. It was another game. Uh, he gets to play Call of Duty here and there with his dad, right? And that's like mom said, it's like a treat thing, you know, because he's he's younger. So respectfully, yeah. I understand, makes sense. You know, the kids on the younger side. So, you know, getting them involved in that kind of gaming is a little crazy. Yeah, um, yeah the little kid, get, get shit on. Yeah, get, exactly. You your know, own and, seven, shush. And, he, <laughs> and, and just so he knows, he knows he's not supposed to be eating in his room. I'm just throwing that out there. Mom will know what I mean when she, when she, hears, she, she hears that part. Um, <laughs> so she was telling me about her husband plays video games. He's a gamer, this and that. And I was like, oh, so that's one of the reasons why she followed us um, because we had the conversation about what we, what, what we talk about here. And she goes, I'd rather him play video games because he's home. I know where he is. He's not going to be out doing anything crazy. And I'm like, isn't that the concept that most women should should adapt? It's like, would you rather your man be out in the in the streets, at the bar, getting drunk, wasting money, um, you know what I'm saying? Being with his friends, possibly getting into trouble. Um, and I'm not saying all men do that. I mean, there's really men that, like you and I, like we just go out to have a drink and eat some food, get fat, and come back home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but fat, er, get it, get it, fat, er. Yeah, fat, er. So it's, it's just, it's just crazy because like her, her thought process just like blew my mind because I'm like, hey, that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't care. Like my wife, she'll do her nails and and she'll be there for like two hours. I'm like, I don't care. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But also she wants to go out. I'm like, okay, bye. Do your thing. Like me and her, we've been very fortunate enough to have a relationship that we can do that. But it's crazy. Like 
like I said, like there's so many people like your boy who have this deal with that issue, but his girl should be like, damn, my man's home. I know where he's at. If there's an emergency, he's 50 feet away from me or maybe 10 feet away from me and, and next to me on the couch while he's playing video games. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. he doing something that's disrupting the house? Is he doing something that's disrupting your relationship? No, that's his piece because he doesn't have any other piece right now. His piece is playing his video games, doing his music. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he doesn't get to go out, probably doesn't get to go out because he probably goes out. He probably gets reamed out for it, I imagine. You know, I have, um, I'm curious. Like, whoa, whoa. Were you, were you talking? No, Yo, this <laughs> this connection is so weird today. Um, but so it's weird because I feel like in my mind, I think she she has only seen like a man in her life working and and hustling. She's never seen like a, her, her maybe her pops or her uncle or something with just regular hobbies and shit. So she just doesn't think that they like. A lot of times when you see, you got to think, when does uh, these women see other men doing things or men do, playing video games? It's like kids, right? Yeah. If you don't see your dad playing video games, like my kids see and your kids see us playing video games, they're like, oh, so that's just something that people do. You know, it, but when it's only, you see only see kids do it and then your, your husband's doing it and you're like, oh, he's being childish. No, no, he's not. <laughs> No, he's not. He's he's just living, just like you watching your, uh, you know, the nine thousandth lifetime movie, where I, I'll tell you what happens. They get together at the end. Oh my god! Like <laughs> they get together at the end. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's what they like, and I I don't knock my wife for for liking that type of stuff. She doesn't knock me for liking what I like, but we we gotta like let people just be fucking people, bro. Um. And and bringing it maybe back to paternity, like you're more than just a paycheck, and uh, I mean, what's how how would I say? It? Like you're more than just a a baby maker and a paycheck. You know what I mean? That's I said a like, baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like men are in uh, the eyes of women. Like all men want, like well, in my opinion. Allegedly, <laughs> uh, men. It's like all men. They think all men want is sex, and uh, to play with tools or toys or whatever, like video games or cars or stuff like that. Like that's not it. We're complex human beings, just like you guys. Maybe we don't speak the same way. We don't communicate the same way you do. Maybe when we say, "Hey, what happened?" We're just trying to find out the bullet points. Papa. Papa, papa, papa. That's it. We don't know. Well, I was feeling this way, and earlier that day, this had happened, and so that was making me feel crazy. And they're like, "No, no, that's not what I asked for. That's not what I asked for." <laughs> you know what I'm talking the about, basic, right? The basic, the basic ABCs. <laughs> yes, but also, you know, with us, we we could stand to listen a little bit more. But other than that, like this, this um. This paternity shit, right? We'll get back to it. This paternity shit, I think, is crucial because the sheer amount of dudes that are paying child support or get, like, swindled into fucking raising children that are not theirs is insane. And the women have no, no, uh, no repercussions. Like, there's a whole, like, hustle culture around finding rich dudes like sports players, fucking rappers, and getting pregnant by them so you can not have to work for the rest of your life. What kind of craziness is that? Like, they're just... And we... we bro, this is years in the making. Years. Yeah, like, you don't you don't catch any fellas talking about, I'm trying to go get this actress, I'm going to impregnate her so that way she couldn't take care of me. Because that's not going to happen. <laughs> bro, <laughs> when the one time... You know, and... To be honest, the the t one time that that happened was um what Britney Spears and that that dancer. Yeah, look at Britney Spears that now. That goddamn federal line. <laughs> and, and look at the situation they have going on now. I think she's getting divorced yet again. Mm. Well, I mean, she has some other issues too. Like her her pops was uh, stealing her money 
and oh, you know, oh, that goes into the the convert conservation ship or whatever it's called conservatorship conservative ship yeah yeah conservative ship she um that like gave her parents the right over her money and all that kind of stuff Mm-mm. so yeah, you, she was young she was like yeah, a teenager but she didn't get she didn't get a release until she was like in her 30s i think it was yeah that's why everybody was like saying free britney yeah but it's funny because speaking about i just wanted to throw out that convert conservatorship because did you hear about you know you've seen, you seen the movie blindside right uh, yes, I believe I've seen it. The one with amazing. Sandra Bullock and that big black dude. Yep, amazing movie based on the real life of Michael Orr. Mm-hmm. First of all, Michael Orr came out and said there was a lot of stuff that never really happened. So now we're finding out that he was actually never actually legally adopted. Supposedly, he was was um, tricked into signing a conservatorship over to the family. So the movie Blindside, he never made one penny from. Man, so now people are flipping out and like, oh my god, like this is crazy, don't, and like the family don't blame saying, Sandra. Please oh no, no, don't blame Sandra. A lot of people, well, a lot of people were trying to say like Sandra Bullock should get her her Grammy taken away from that movie and this and that. See, and that's I, what I'm talking about. That's bullshit. But no, no, no. But then no, no. But then, to do with her. Correct, and that's why even like the the guy who played Michael Orr was like, yo, what are you guys talking about? Like. She played something in a movie. Like, she didn't know what was going on with the conservatorship. Like, she didn't know what was going on in the background. Like, she just played a part in a movie. That's what she was supposed to do. And she killed it, which she did. She did amazing at it. And yep. and that was it. You know what I'm saying? She she got her. She, you know, giving her roses. She did amazing in it. I don't think anything should happen to her. I don't think anything should happen to any of the cast in that movie. Because you have a lot of famous people that were in that movie. So, I don't believe anybody should get any issues with that movie. I mean, that with um, the actors in there. But... If this is true, like they're still like, you know, talking about it, whatever, whatever. If it's true, then I feel like the the family should have some repercussions for it. I mean, I guess they've made some money off of it, but um, some of the family members are coming out saying, "Oh no, he has made money. He has done this. He knew about the conservatorship and this and this and that." But it's it's a very sticky situation. I just thought it was interesting because we were talking about Britney Spears. Yeah, but how old was this man? And like the the movie made him seem a little slow, which. If he's not actually like that, that's fucked up. But um, he was, he was, it wasn't that he was slow. He just had a different upbringing. It was more sense. I wouldn't say they, they made him seem like he was slow. They made him seem like he was just, he was still so good natured and, and, you know, like, like the Bull Ferdinand, you know? Um, he was Lenny. No, I don't think he was Lenny. Lenny was a, a dumbass. <laughs> but I'm telling you, well, the parts that I remember. Is like he was a little. No, he's not Lenny. No, Lenny was retarded. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like genuinely retarded, but he made it seem like he wasn't up to par to handle these other things. So she stood up for him. Uh, I mean, extremely naive. Maybe that was it. Yeah, I would probably say that he was more naive than he was like slow because you know he had the thought process that people are people are good. You know, he just assumed people are good. You know, he was, he had the protector status, like, in his mindset to protect his siblings, you know, and that's all he cared about. Like, it was, he was very simple, simple, I don't want to say simple-minded, but he was his simple nature, simple in nature. Yeah. I mean, and there ain't nothing wrong with that, you know? But that, but that dad was making bank, though. Yeah, they had mad that, Taco Bells and shit. people. Oh, well, I was talking about the Taco people. Bells and shit that they had. Oh, they, 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 they own Taco Bells? They owned like Taco Bells and some other stuff they owned. So he had, they were making money from the get go. So, and it just, they were saying like the conservatorship was like they did that. So that way they can make money off of him and XYZ, so on and so forth. So, but speaking about money, know, man, but... there's a, a video going around that um, talks about a man who is having a kind of a conundrum. And his conundrum is very, very interesting. And we'd love to hear you guys from at home. Your um your thoughts about this? So it's a man who says that his wife is currently making seventy k a year, and she got a job interview. I think it's just his girl. I think it's just his girl, not his wife. Did I say wife? Yeah, you did say. Wife. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's just his girl. So his girl, um, she's making seventy k right now a year. She got a job interview, and she was going to be able to get. She got the job offer for a hundred k a year. The issue is that the guy who runs the company, the big boss of the company is her ex from five years ago. 
So the guy says he feels very uncomfortable. And he said that, um, you know, he doesn't want her to take the job and that if she loves him, she wouldn't take the job because she knows how uncomfortable it'll make him. And that if she does take the job, that he's going to bounce, he's going to leave. And as he, his question was, do you feel like he's doing too much? I, I have a, a little bit of an issue with how he stated that. Like saying that if you love me, you'll like, like, I don't, I don't think that's, that's cool. You should never use like weigh your love against a, a situation where you I just agree. need to figure out like that's, that's fucked up. And, but I do understand his position. Like if you going to work day in, day out with uh, your ex, that that's going to make me uncomfortable. If you like, it, it also depends on what the job is and how closely they're going to be working together. So if they're like lawyers and uh, they're going to be working on case like hard, like long nights and shit. Uh, guess what? We lurk, work in this case long nights because I'm going to be up there with with uh, some food for you. I'll, I'll get you, your, your homeboy some food, whatever. But I'm sitting right there. Yeah, see, so like <laughs> I had this conversation with a co-worker of mine today, kind of like pointing it out. And they were like, her media response was, so then you're going to go find me a job that's going to pay me $100,000? And it's like, she immediately got like almost offensive in a sense, you know? And it's like, again, where from going from a female standpoint of uh, point of view, you're saying like, Oh, well, this is about the money is going to bring in us to us. This is a trust issue. No, no, no. I try to explain to her. I said, as a man, my point of view for this would be saying like one, it's obviously somebody who was in your life. You know, if the person was in your life for like a month or two, then that's something different, but we don't know that extent. So this is some information that we're missing, which could make this, you know, easier to determine. But let's just say the person, obviously this person was in her life for a, a, a substantial amount of time for this person to say, I know who is an ex, you know what I'm saying? So maybe yeah, like been around a, for a while. couple of years, a year or two. Exactly. You know I mean? Been around for a little bit. So I tried explaining to her, I said, it's not about the fact of trust. The issue is, this is where, unfortunately, our ego comes into play. And the way I looked at it was, you're talking about somebody who is maybe this gentleman who is t- about talking about his girl. He's not in that financial point and place like that guy is. That guy's running the company where he may just be an employee of a company. You know what I'm saying? He may look at it and be like, she, and nothing, and like he, he may be making assumptions, but it might be going to the point that he's like, oh, she's going to see the money and the lifestyle that he's got, the clothes that she's got, and she's going to be intrigued by it. Because unfortunately, women, some, some women, not all, are more materialistic than men can be. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just it's for me i told her i said it looks more like an ego thing like you have to look at it at that aspect to say damn like she's gonna be around this nigga who's like got money who's got he's probably wearing fancy suits he's got like the the bmw where i'm sitting here with the honda you know what i'm saying like there's different aspects of it and it's not it's not at the end of the day it's like does she need to be making that 100k right now are we in yes. a good financial yes. status? Yes, every everyone needs to be making 100k. But you know what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> like I well, you know what? I also understand, or not understand, but I also have a question about why are you applying to a job where your ex is the boss? No, I, I think what happened is, from my understanding of the video, it was they found out that the boss was the big. She didn't know that the guy was. That's why she came back afterwards and told him because I think she would maybe mention it. Maybe, maybe not. But I I mean, I think she found out during the interview or something of that nature and then went and was like, hey, listen, babe, like this is this X, Y, Z. And again, he obviously would know that's X from one of two things. One, whether it was the X right before him. Um, She, you know, she obviously told him it was X. There's so many different aspects. Like I said, I feel like there should be like a second part of this video that could explain more detail and to say like, how long was he with her? Um, you know, again, like you said, how closely are they going to be working together? Because if the guy, you know, like once a year, like what does it matter? Yeah. Also, what type of guy is he? Because like, I'd be damned. It's like, say there's a, you know, a Christmas party or something. Now, if I go to that Christmas party and this dude's like, oh man, I used to smash your girl. We fighting. And then what... What what's gonna happen after that? We throwing fisticuffs, <laughs> bro. Because that's like it depends on the type of dude that he is. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many variables to it, but it's like I wish we can get more 
more information about what's going on, the scenario, the situation, because then it would make us be able to have a more clearer, clearer situation. But if you're going based by what he is saying, um, just taking that with a grain of salt and just saying, this is exactly what he's saying. This is what we're going to go by. I would be like, I'm kind of on his side just because I would look at it that aspect, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, not for me, because I mean, like with my girl, like I know that I'm, <laughs> and she might kill me for saying this, but I know that I'm better than any guy that she's ever dated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, talk your shit, boy. <laughs> talk your shit. <laughs> well, that's the reason that we've been together for 14 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah, for real we're in a different situation that it's not like we were together for a couple of years and just fizzled off and shit didn't work out. Like we've been, you know, we've fought, we've done things. We've, we've grown together. We've built a relationship. We've built a family. We've built a life together. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's been time. So I clearly have something better than all these other guys that she may have dated, whether it's one or whether it's 10, whatever. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? You know, so that's my status. I guess it's just a, 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 an insecurity thing, but you know what? Like I will tell, I will say he at least said that it's like that. He, he's not uh, secure enough to deal with that. He put that on him. He didn't say that she's fucked up for that. She, he said that he can't handle, uh, you know, dealing with that. And if she loves him, which I think is emotional manipulation, but if, if she loves him, that she would, uh, not take that job but here's the thing i think compromise would work better if he's like okay this job is going to put a strain on our relationship regardless right just just say that situation that specific situation is going to cause arguments it's gonna make me suspicious even if you're been 100 loyal it's still weird to have somebody that you've i know you're attracted to that is attracted to you y'all been together before and y'all have history that y'all can tap into. And it's going to make just make us have uncomfortable conversations a lot. So why don't we just plan this out? You take this job because $100,000 is $100,000, baby. All right? <laughs> but let's plan to not be there for more than uh, four or five years. Because you know you can't just... You had a $100,000 job. You, that's not a, just an up-and-leave job, especially if you... You need to build some sort of, um, you know, you got to go through all your training. You got to build your um, your time, your experience with that place. And then you can use that experience to go somewhere else. So if if I put myself in that position, if I can handle it for like three or four years and you don't give me any reason to be like, you know what, I don't trust you, then fucking like just we'll start there and then we'll plant well, then you know, try and move from there so to put an ease on our relationship or maybe i'm overthinking but we have to test it out with a plan to exit you know what i mean well, like i said i mean the biggest thing is like the the biggest rose you have to give this guy is that he was very honest and said i know that i cannot handle it if she does so mm. there has to be some reason for him to say that do you know what i'm saying like again this is you know we're we're making a scenario because we're like saying oh because he said this that must have mean that you know maybe there was a time and frame in the beginning of their relationship where she was still talking to him or xyz we don't know the whole story but it's an interesting concept and i would love to hear what you guys well we would love to hear what you guys have to say back at home i'd love to hear you know in the comments email us all that kind of good stuff but i think it's time for dad jokes dad jokes by jose <laughs> it's a new song every week guys it's, it's amazing it's amazing all right so <clears throat> my jewish cousin started a coffee shop and he gave it a unique name it's called hebrews coffee that's ridiculous oh that was great um, <laughs> I can't believe someone broke into my house and stole all of my fruit. I'm peachless. <laughs> no. No. No, I'm upset. I'm upset. Why? Peachless? Really? Peachless? Oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to convince my dad to get a new hearing aid, but he just won't listen. That's <laughs> That's on the same par as Peachless, all right? 
Fucking All right, last one, last one. Oh, my God. Picked up a hitchhiker last night. He asked, how do you know I'm not a serial killer? I replied, the chances of two serial killers in a car in one car will be astronomical. Oh, <laughs> damn. I wouldn't have. Oh, my God. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Dad Jokes by Jose. So we're going to add a random, random segment today. Ben has no idea about the segment. He just knows what the segment is called, which is, what would you do? So I heard this question on a Shits and Geek podcast. Shout out to my boys, Fuhad and James, or J Money and Fire Lord Fwags. Fwags. (laughs) Fire Lord Fwags. (laughs) So, scenario is this. (laughs) You are taking a shit in your house. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's already starting off good. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear the door bust in and front, multiple <laughs> front door front door or bathroom door front door you're in the bathroom okay. front door okay. you hear it bust down break down and you hear multiple sets of footprints footsteps running through your house what do you do <laughs> are you wiping or are you not wiping nah bro uh, you know what I'm doing <laughs> I, I'm a Wipe the shit on my hands and I'm open the door and be like, ah, you know what I mean? And they're gonna run away because they don't want me to touch them with shit on my hands. <laughs> I'm not pulling my pants up neither. I'm coming out from my ankles. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I promise you, they will run out of the house. Oh my god, <laughs> they are running out of that house because, oh my god. No way. I, what else can you do, bro? You're in the bathroom. You're in the most vulnerable position. Hands full of shit. Oh. I, I can't do anything about it. Oh, Maybe my I'll, God. I'll get my gorilla on, scoop it out, throw it at him. Just get out of my house. Oh my god! I gotta do what I gotta do, man. I'm I'm crying right now. (laughs) What if what if they what if they were serial rapists? They came in in there to get them some booty hole. Not not me, sir. Not me. Oh my god! They are getting out of my house. That was fucking hilarious. (laughs) But um, what would you do, sir? I don't think I can say anything better than what you. The difference is that my, so, so for, for you guys to understand the concept, my house is a ranch. So for you guys who know what a ranch is, it's one level. Then you have, uh, technically it's called like a Cape Cod colonial. Well, you have the colonial, two floors. Yeah, it's, a, it's a colonial. Yeah. Colonial. So you have the two floors. I mean, the, I guess the question would be in your case, if you're downstairs in the downstairs bathroom, I can understand that concept. What do you do if you're in the upstairs bathroom? If I'm in the upstairs bathroom... You got you kind of got some time. I know the layout of your house. You kind of got some time. Yeah, because they have to bust through two doors. Yeah, the front door, the cent- the other door, and then they got to come upstairs. Like, what are they running around my house for? Like, I don't know what. Like, I'll be so confused at like why somebody's like if they're trying to steal shit. Why would you do it while I'm like I work at night? You know what I mean? Why would you do it during the day when I'm home? When everybody's home. Well, maybe like they, just, you, they, just, they just, you know, didn't know your schedule. They were just these random guys who came through, just bust the door down, bro. Bust the door down, just running through your house. I'm telling you, I'm I'm slinging shit like my name is uh, fucking Harambe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, recipes, Harambe. R.I.P., R.I.P. But this I'm shit. telling you, I'm, I, that's the only weapon I got right now. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I think a lot of people after this episode are going to have um, sticks or something inside the bathroom going forward to protect themselves. Yeah, like if, if somebody tried to come into my house and I was on my front porch, well, I got weapons out there. I got oh I got things God. out there. Bro, my stomach defend, hurts but... so much right now. <laughs> I'm still thinking about well, the fact that you say you're going to put shit in your hands and run out. <laughs> Looking like a doo monster. They will. I, would, what would you do? What would you know? And what would you do if you went in somebody's house and they came out with shit on their hands? I'm running. Oh it's, yeah. It's like it's like uh, being touched by a bum. Like remember <laughs> <Bum-lip>. <laughs> on the lift, 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Hart said? Oh, my God. Listen, man. I mean, so like I said, at least you got a double situation. So for me, I mean, I think, first of all, <laughs> I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting all my body weight on that door. I don't know what I'm doing. Um because I can't get out the window because there's a window in the bathroom, but the window goes into a little like storage. And I don't know if I could fit through that window. <laughs> I'm on the bigger side. Um mm. damn man, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I don't know if I'm flinging shit. I'll tell you that much because I'm so uncoordinated. <laughs> Digging that toilet, baby. Digging nah. that toilet. I'm thinking, I'm telling you, like, I'm so uncoordinated and so, like, <laughs> accident prone, my ass will fall out and fall in and out. The shit will end up in my face. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. But I mean, I, I the, the biggest thing is this I don't know if I can go without wiping. I definitely have to be wiping, screaming, No! No! <laughs> he's like, No! While he's rolling toilet paper on his head. No! Don't! Don't! <laughs> I can get it all. Do it again. Uh, no, I mean, I'm just going to get one wipe. I, got, I don't know if I'm going to get the full wipe, but I'm going to get one wipe in there and be done. Yeah, and then you take that toilet paper, you throw it out. There you go. There you go. I got. It'll be a shit ball. Mm, oh. There you go. Shit, shit bombs. Ladies and, and gentlemen, I think this is something that we might want to add going forward. I don't know. Me and me and uh, Benjamin will talk about this later, but I think this was very interesting. <laughs> what would you do, Citronary? For sure, for sure. But it's we've already been doing this for 51 minutes, and I have to take a shit. <laughs> Hopefully nobody busted the door. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> all right, guys. So on that note, we're gonna give you, you know, give you all of the information. You know how it is. You guys can. Man, I'm tired of saying this shit because y'all know. Y'all know. Go to no. go to goddamn the Dadisms podcast on everything except for X, aka Twitter. Used to be known as Twitter because Elon Musk sucks. Um, and on Twitter, it's Dadisms Podcast. No the, because fuck Elon Musk. Uh, we, we don't have a thread account yet, so don't ask. And if you want, you can hit us up on our email, which is the Dadisms Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure there's an S at the end of Dadisms, so that way you can make sure you can hit us up. And like I said, give us some topics. Give us some, what would you do? Um, definitely, like I said, a shout out to Shits and Gigs, because that's kind of where I got it from, and that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yes, 100%. And um, I promise we won't steal too many things from Shits and Gigs. Oh, no, no. Except for the shit. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. On that note, y'all, be easy. Enjoy your nights. Peace. Peace.